morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop here on another magical, mindful, maniacal Monday. Friends, Torch Report 284, the shocking rise of Satanism. How the nearly incomprehensible embrace of evil is, in fact, driving global politics. It is, friends. It's shocking. It's it's. Holy smokes, it's an eye-opener. The headline news from the mainstream rag MSN.com reads, Young people sacrifice belief in God on the altar of Satanism. And I'm just going to read this little excerpt here from the article. It says, quote, Satanism is luring increasing numbers of young people disillusioned with outdated and dogmatic traditional religions to join its folds by offering an alternative to stuffy traditional faiths, period, end quote. Oh, how seductive, how sexy, how cool, how hip, how in. What a neat new fad, friends. After opining that it would be difficult to spot a Satanist walking down the road, the article presents an almost unbelievable statistic. It says, in some of the UK's most satanic neighborhoods, which is bizarre that they're actually surveying neighborhoods, like how satanic is this neighborhood? Ooh, you know, in the most satanic neighborhoods, that way if you want to like, you know, you're looking to move in a new area, I want to find the most uh, satanic neighborhood I can find. In the most satanic neighborhoods, the embrace of Satanism has reached an astonishing 70%. 70%, you know, whoa, 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 you know, <laughs> Whoa, you know, make of it what you will, friends. The contrast alone is breathtaking. How could a once predominantly religious Christian nation now boast of communities where seven out of 10 people walking around are Satan worshipers? Holy hell. <laughs> you know, I'm stunned. I don't even, I'm, I'm speechless. I don't even know what to say. I just, whoa, whoa, you know, wake up call. Hello, hello. Warning, warning, warning. If your neighborhood is 70% full of, you know, Satan worshipers, you probably uh, want to move to a new neighborhood. I don't know. Whatever. Call me crazy, friends. I don't want to get stuck on the subject. And uh, in order to shine a little light on my creative processes here behind the uh, torch report, I just I put in a bunch of links, all these other articles that caught my eye. I don't even know how many is. It's a ton. I'm not going to try to read them here because I don't want to waste your time. But there's a lot of light reading there that is uh, it's stuff going on in the world that comes to bear on the message I'm here to share with you today. Uh, there's, of course, lots of headlines that didn't make the list, but of all of the noise that's out there, these articles seem to provide just the faintest signal uh, regarding what lies ahead, the direction that we're headed. And also, you know, these articles capture what's already in motion and point toward the globalists ever changing plans to ultimately enslave us all, which is why we want to focus on the actions of the global cabal, because that's uh, what, what we're all facing. That's what we're up against friends. Now, to tease out the theme, to connect the dots, to peer into the licking, licking glass, <laughs> to peer into the looking glass. Friends, we must acknowledge at the outset that it was all planned. Now, not only was the orchestrated chaos of the last three years, the COVID-19, the Great Reset, all planned, the uh, 
all planned headline there that I had linked to was the tactical commander of the U.S. Capitol Police is admitting that the J6 was all planned. There was, you know, these highly trained agitators. It was all planned. Guess what? Central bank digital currencies. It's all planned. They're coming whether countries are ready or not. It's all planned. Corporations have begun geoengineering, you know, the climate that there's no uh, no consent, no oversight, no, hey, we all voted to manipulate geoengineer the climate. No, but it's all planned. And it's it's fascinating to me how all of these plans just seem to seamlessly, you know, align and fall into place. It's amazing. Can you imagine if, uh, as Kevin McCarthy has indicated, Kevin the schmuck McCarthy says that Congress might release all the footage from the J6 insurrection, and that might... Uh, create a sudden shift in public sentiment. If all of a sudden everybody knew what really happened, but I, I contend that no, sh no such shift is forthcoming and that this is nothing more than political theater, but here's where it plays in. It becomes political theater. That is now the distraction for what's really going on in the world with the swanky Davos summit and all of the other news threaded throughout there about what the globalists are up to. Now, I, another point I want to point out here before getting into the globalists a little bit more is that we're still seeing counter-narrative news circulation at, on the internet. So we're still seeing people talking about how J6 was a setup and the proof that it was a setup and the congressional testimony that it was a setup. It was all planned in advance. We're seeing that out there still, but for how long are we going to be seeing that as we transition into this age of weaponized AI, which we'll be getting into here. And that's what the globalists are using. That's what they're really getting together and getting giddy about in Davos right now uh, is how they can use weaponized artificial intelligence to control emerging public perceptions is, is their words, but they can control the public's perspective and therefore they can control behavior and they can control policy. And one of the things that the global cabal is hammering out, you know, is, is how to use the messaging using the AI, the algorithms to disseminate that messaging that their, their takeover of humanity is purely altruistic. You will find nowhere in the globalist language the admission that they are penetrating the cabinets. We must penetrate the cabinets, you know, says WEF founder Klaus Schwab. Uh, nothing in their uh, language and their agenda, what they're talking about right now, talks about directing national policies with their woke globalist agenda. And yet that is exactly what is happening. And it's happening in broad daylight. And it has been happening in broad daylight, which, you know, we're, it brings to the forefront the reality of how bold they have become. They're not trying to hide it anymore. They've just ripped the curtain off the rod and said, look, <laughs> we're pushing the buttons and pulling the lever and people are still staring at the wizard of Oz, not the man behind the, uh, the man behind the curtain who, you know, I, I think kind of metaphorically or allegorically is Klaus Schwab, the, uh, the president of the WEF. Now, I put a link there, a little video in today's Torch Report 282. Friends, if you're listening on a podcast platform, I know I'm a better talker than I am a writer, so I understand why you might like to listen. But if you want to get all the goodies, you want to see this video, the screenshots and all that, you got to go to thetorchreport.com. Thetorchreport.com. The little uh, video there's about 30 seconds long, and he's talking about, Klaus Schwab is talking about how they penetrate the cabinet. He's taking credit for influencing the presidencies in countries all around the world. 
This is how the few control the many, how the elite control the masses. And one of the things, interestingly enough, that Klausi Klaus Schwab brought up was Argentina, the president of Argentina, Alberto Fernandez, who happens to be a member of the political movement called Peronism. 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 I'm not sure how they say that with an Argentinian accent, but it is, quote, widely regarded as a form of corporate socialism, period, end quote. So Peronism is a widely regarded form of corporate socialism. Corporate socialism pretty much sums up the World Economic Forum. Okay, it's the ultimate good, good old boys club. It's comprised of the most posh and elite public-private partnerships, the real movers and shakers on the global stage, the billionaires and all of that. And they've realized that by working together, they can rule the world. And of course, in their minds and their ideology, the ends justify the means. And as such, the ideological merging of capitalism and communism really raises no qualms for them. You know, they're talking about centralized control and power. And hey, it doesn't matter if you're a capitalist or a communist, we can work together and take control of the whole damn bit. You know, it's it, it's no hang up for these air, you know, aristocratic psychopaths to put their heads together and think about how to conquer us all. So the solution in their minds has become obvious. What they have to do is craft the narrative for the one agenda to rule them all, the climate agenda, the environmental agenda, the One Health Global Initiative, and all that. And they have to continuously subject the public to military-grade propaganda and then just sit back, really rake in the profits as the world systematically self-destructs and destroys all aspects of existing society. And then they've got their well-trained globalist stooges to kind of quickly fill in the vacuum of power. And I want to note, that while I have been harping on the impact of pervasive psychological warfare for over a year now, there are more and more prominent voices who are articulating this point very well. And I, I like to point to Dr. Robert Malone. I really have a lot of respect for that man. Um, he's become increasingly clear in his assertions that the world has been, in his words, quote, deeply enmeshed in the largest military-grade PSYOPs campaign in modern history, end quote. That should be a huge wake-up call. Dr. Malone voted for Joe Biden, by the way, and he says that. He regrets that. You know, he's been a Democrat his whole life, but he's come out. He's intellectually honest, a very smart man, you know, created the mRNA vaccine technology, all that kind of stuff. He's a brilliant man, but he's intellectually honest, and he's rigorous in his mind to understand what is true and, and to discern the difference between between fact and fiction from a scientific perspective. And he's saying that the world has been deeply enmeshed in the largest military-grade PSYOPs campaign in modern history. Wow. That is, in fact, a wake-up call for the majority of the people who don't realize what's happening and maybe even why it's happening. And so I linked in the article and the report today his article, Fifth Generation Warfare, in which Dr. Malone says this. He says, this new gradient of warfare uses the Internet, social media, and the 24-hour news cycle to change cognitive biases of individuals and or organizations. A key characteristic of fifth generational warfare is that the nature of the attack is concealed. The goal is to disrupt and defend defeat oppo opponents by creating new cognitive biases. 
the most effective strategies mix truth with fiction and act to increase confusion and disorder in the thoughts and minds of those being targeted so that they are not sure what or whom to believe, period, end quote. Friends, Malone's exposition is an excellent and insightful analysis. I must say it probably sounds awfully familiar if you've been with me for a while. The military-grade psyops, you know, people getting confused, not sure, sure who to believe or what to think. I say the torch report is the truth you can trust, not because I'm asking you to believe me or to take my word, but because I do, you know, an obscene amount of research to present all the primary sources and links for you to develop your own informed perspective. But, you know, I I really appreciate Dr. Malone's proclivity for semantics and the importance of language. And I want to share one little, uh, one more little excerpt out of his article on fifth generation warfare. It really resonates with my own perspective and what I've been trying to pump out and make clear for this astute listening audience. Friends, thank you for being here, by the way. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the many new subscribers. Got lots of new subscribers coming in every day, and it's just incredible. It feels like the uh, the group is growing, the tribe is growing, and we are together putting our heads together to understand what's going on so that we can then, uh, amongst ourselves, discuss practical, tactical strategies to win the hearts of minds of humanity. So this little excerpt from Dr. Malone's article, he says, quote, for my own use, I find the term fifth generation psyops as being perhaps more accurate for what is happening across the web than fifth generation warfare. But fifth generation warfare is the term that people know, and so there it is, period, end quote. So he likes fifth generation psyops as a way to accurately uh, present what's being talked about. It's happening across the web. It's happening through the the news, the 24-hour news cycles, and all that kind of stuff, social media, et cetera. And ultimately, the scope of these psyops is literally breathtaking. It's it's incomprehensible, truly. We cannot really wrap our heads around it because there's so much to it. It's very daunting. It's very uh, disturbing even to acknowledge the reality of our current situation and to consider the great degree of mental and emotional manipulation being perpetrated upon the unsuspecting public. The fact that most people have never heard of fifth generation psyops or weaponized AI and all that kind of stuff, that is a major issue. That's the conversation we need to be having with our friends. Hey, did you know, have you heard about fifth generation psyops? You know about, you know, the super sophisticated propaganda and mind control techniques and all that. I don't know. You got to ease people into that. <laughs> you don't just want to you know, bust it on them like that maybe, but I don't know. Uh, maybe share the torch report with them, at least engage in the conversation because we must face reality so as to deal with reality. And in a sincere attempt to protect and preserve reality in an era wherein reality itself has become the center of attack, we must have the conversations. We cannot let this go unchecked. And what cannot be emphasized enough at this critical junction in human history is that fifth generation warfare has been well understood for over a decade. Over a decade, fifth generation, the handbook of fifth generation warfare was published in 2010, by the way. That was a book that Malone was uh, building his article off of. But the advances in modern artificial intelligence, modern AI from 2010 to 2023 have allowed 
the secret cabal to weaponize information in ways that were never before even imaginable. It's inconceivable. How are they doing this? How are they pulling it off? Friends, we are only beginning to understand. And to help you grasp just how powerful AI has become over the last decade, you might choose to peruse a few of the articles there I put in the report today, uh, revisiting the rise of AI, how far artificial intelligence has come since 2010, a decade of AI, the most defining moments, 2010 to 2020, the bot decade, how AI took over our lives, how AI took over our lives in the 2010s. 25 stunning advances in artificial intelligence and how artificial intelligence is transforming the world. Just five articles there for you to check out. Uh, but, but the point is, you know, bringing this last decade or over a decade now of technological advances into the current geopolitical circumstance, we have to note that now the WEF currently right now, they're getting together, you know, to talk about what they call their, their global AI action alliance. They've launched a global action alliance to use responsible AI. They purport to use the transformative potential of AI for responsible purposes, for civic society. You know, they want to use it to do things like implement the UN Sustainable Development Goals and, uh, you know, deploy the Sentinel surveillance to keep people safe and censor public discourse from misinformation and, and use the algorithmic social interventions that control emerging public perceptions because that's what the world needs for peace and stability and inclusivity and a responsible citizenry that's going to help us all usher into future Earth, the great globalist, socialist, inescapable surveillance state. <laughs> now, friends, if uh, these terms are unfamiliar, please review Torch Report 157, Hackable Animals and the End of Free Will. I want to note uh, here quickly, before we jump onto the real threat in, in the wrap-up, the, the fact that a lot of this is coming to light now is, is something that is important. And there's a whole backstory here. So a lot of this stuff, these terms I'm using, I've been documenting, researching for uh, over a year now. Go back and, be, and start catching up. If they're unfamiliar, get familiar with these terms because they are going to affect the rest of our lives. Now, here's the real threat. The global cabal seeks to convince us all that their plans are for the greater good, which is a lie. They are using all the available tools. They are tweaking the public perception in real time, which is major, major, major issue. Okay, They are also adapting their message based on continual surveillance of public sentiment. That is really, really important to understand that they are adapting their strategies, they're adapting their message, they're, they're changing the narrative as needed to counteract the shifting public sentiment. Whereas the AI has long been able to beat human beings in everything from chess to the game of Jeopardy, now this weaponized tech has become turned against the threat of dissension. So they're, they're figuring out how to keep people from dissenting. They have weaponized the AI for that. That's the game, to outgame us at the game of dissension. <laughs> you know, just imagine the world's very best lawyer making every effort possible to convince you not to argue. Don't even try to don't even try to argue you're going to lose, you know. Do not try to resist this story. Instead, you need to adopt the story and revise your understanding of what happened. Best lawyers, they do it all the time. And you could I mean if we're honest and we're, you know, 
I mean, I would take my shot against the best world lawyers in the world. You know, I can argue with a fence post, but but you know, ultimately, I take my my jabs there. I take my shot. Uh, but a lot of people, they just wow. You know, you see the average person on trial, and the top notch lawyer is just going to trounce them. That's just the way that it is. Now, it has long been known that people can convince. Uh, I'm sorry, I just noticed the clock there. Friends, I'm going to go just a little bit long today because it has been known for a long time, a long, long time, that people can be convinced of anything. In fact, people can be convinced of committing crimes that they never actually committed. You know, friends, this is a clinically studied, well-documented, and irrefutably proven phenomenon. And just to drive the point home, please understand that richly detailed false memories can be generated in as little as three hours, according to the clinical psychologists. They can create richly detailed false memories in as little as three hours in what they call a, quote, friendly interview environment, end quote. You don't even have to be on stand under a, you know, a world-class lawyer to have your mind melted there. You just have to uh, be in a friendly interview environment. Well, people are curious a question or not. I don't know what's going on. Okay. You can create richly detailed false memories. And these techniques have been proven to be effective in no less than 70% of the population. Friends, if human psychologists convince, can convince 70% of the people that they have committed a crime that they never actually ac- committed, that never actually occurred, they can, they can convince people that complete with richly detailed false memories in just a few hours. What do you think advanced artificial intelligence running algorithmic social interventions around the clock, 24-7, 365, are, is capable of doing? Think about it. The, the, the degree of manipulation is, is inconceivable. You know, maybe the machines could convince kids that Satan was cool. Maybe they could convince people that the climate is in a crisis. Maybe they might be able to convince the masses that rifles are a threat to public safety. Maybe they might convince the public that experimental genetic injections are going to protect them from an invisible enemy. The the sky's the limit, friends. Is it possible that these machines might one day soon convince the majority of humanity that the greatest threat of all is local resistance to the global cabal? Think about it. Clearly, my friends, in this day and age, anything is possible. And now more than ever, we need heroes. I need a hero! Heroes like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who was bold enough to step off the mental plantation and fight the Democrats' opposition to the Republican civil rights movement. And as the country today simultaneously celebrates and distorts this courageous man's legacy, let us take his words to heart. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. says freedom is never given voluntarily by the oppressor. Freedom must be demanded by the oppressed. MLK Jr., 1963, friends, those words are relevant and poignant to this very day. Martin Luther King Jr. passionately advocated for civil disobedience. There are many allegations that the Democrat deep state and corrupt intelligence agencies orchestrated the assassination of Dr. King. But... I'm sure you know the government has investigated these claims, and of course, they declared they had no role in his assassination whatsoever. You know, go figure. Uh, the, The point is this, friends. As evil continues to ascend, and we become increasingly oppressed by machines, 
The power of peaceful protest and massive noncompliance are, in fact, our greatest weapons, regardless of how they spin it. The WEF, the secret global cabal, the, you know, the total global control will lead to total, total global tyranny. Friends, and for the future of humanity, now more than ever, resist we must. And that is the message of my heart on this magical, mindful Monday morning, friends. If you are enjoying this podcast, please take the time to find that little heart and click the heart. You can find it on the website or on the Substack app. Friends, you can support this publication by joining the Patriot Club. I would be honored if you do. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this magical, maniacal Monday, friends, and I will look forward to talking to you again soon. Uh,